is High Flyer TV, another episode back with Master Sergeant Glenn Cook. How you doing, sir? Doing good today. All right, cool. And um, so where do you recruit out of? Um, well, it's kind of a tricky question, but uh, originally Kokomo, Indiana, but uh, I'm also covering down the Avon office in the Indianapolis area, too. All right. And uh, Sergeant Cook's also the uh, recruiter that did my uh, shadow training, so... It's kind of a full circle. So you're here to tell us about the softbook program and the benefits of it, because we know about it. But, uh, you know, you you kind of uh, enlightened me that it's some great benefits to it. And folks should be doing it more than what they're doing. So uh, I'll let you take the floor and enlighten us. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's just one of the many avenues that, that we have as a recruiter um, to kind of benefit us, um, but also benefit our our you know, our depth, uh, delayed entry program to, you know, basically help us do our job. You know, there, there, it's a multifaceted program, um, but ultimately it's, it's helping set, you know, these, these young adults up for a really successful start um, while they're in high school. You know, it gives them a lot of time to develop um, for a year, year plus sometimes, depending on when they start the program. And, um, you know, I kind of, Kind of hear some some people saying, "Oh, well, I got to babysit them for a year." But um, I kind of you know throw back at them. How's that any different than you know back at your primary career field when you are now supervising people? You know, so um, you're having to do it longer than a year sometimes in those situations. So um, a lot of times I get that from you know some of the younger NCOs that maybe they haven't had that experience um, in a supervisory role. So you know this is just another way for them to start building and developing the, the skill sets um, with these future airmen in their depth, you know, and they're still able to learn and grow together, you know, so it's kind of a really cool opportunity. Right. So in, in, in my zone, you know, I do have to rely upon the different avenues, um, not just grads and seniors, but definitely the soft books and prior service out in my zone. But um, the soft book program is, is a really good tool that a lot of recruiters can use no matter where they're at, you know, in, in our region. Um, so it really allows you as a recruiter to develop these, these young airmen, you know, future airmen really early in the, in the process. Um, you're able to build up a lot of trust and, and relationships with them, but also their teachers, um, in their classrooms. So that's kind of another good avenue that recruiters can utilize to get into the schools, um, outside of the fruit stands, you know, setting up in the lunchrooms, which really is not that effective. Um, so you really have to look at this as, as a really good tool to get into your schools um, from a different angle, you know? Um, so you get these, you get these juniors motivated early. Um, something that, that I wish I had done coming, at, coming out here early in my first year was, you know, plant that seed really early, maybe freshman, sophomore year um, with a lot of these high school students, because you're out here for, for four years, you know? So um, the work you put in, not just for your for your seniors and grads, but the work you put in for freshmen and sophomores at that time are going to pay off for you later on down the road. So um, that's definitely something that that goes into planning and, and making sure that you have the time to be able to um, you know allocate to getting into those classrooms and, and planting that seed early with with these guys. So um, this is kind of one thing that that I kind of picked up on in the middle of the road, middle of my game out here. Um, that definitely I wish I would have would have done sooner, um, but. If you're able to plant that seed, um, get them, you know, entertained to, you know, all the great benefits the Air Force has and, and push that, you know, we are a college, um, you know, kind of something that I set up with, with a lot of my applicants 
um, parents and teachers is like, hey, what's the first thing you think of when, when I see the Air Force, you know? Um, and the first thing that comes to mind for a lot of them are jets and planes and all this other stuff. And then I kind of drop it like, did you know we're a college? You know, we're actually accredited college or air university and all those programs, you know, that, that we're telling people about. So um, I use that as, as a really good tool um, to kind of lay out the framework of you're not just joining the Air Force, you know, for a career, but you're also joining to, to knock out your college right out of high school. Um, so these kids are smart. Um, they do their research usually before they come talk to us and, and learn all the, the processes um, as best they think they, they know it. Um, and then they come talk to us typically, you know, in the classroom settings or teachers put us in contact with them. Um, but it really allows them to start the process um, April 1st, their junior year. And as long as they're 17 years old uh, with parental consent, both mom and dad have to sign off on the 1966 to allow them to start the process. Um, you know, another thing that, that, that I wish I would have learned, um, to kind of plant that seed early with these kids too, is, is, um, emphasize the importance of studying for the ASVAB. If, if they do think, you know, military career or just having a good understanding of what career fields are out there, um, definitely study for the ASVAB and, and I give out, you know, some ASVAB resource tools and, and online free tests and stuff like that, that they can utilize, um, to prep for that test. Because most of the time, um, these these uh, high schools are just throwing these kids in a room and saying, hey, pass this test for state standards and graduation standards. And they've never taken a test like this before. So, you know, some do well. Um, majority of them, they don't. They don't take it serious. So um, if you're able to plant that seed early and, uh, and make them understand the importance of what the test is and how it can benefit them, you know, in, in the long run, um, if they do well on it, that's just one less task that you have to do as a recruiter and getting them set up to um, take that ASVAB test before they process as well. So um, there's a lot to it, but um, you know, once they get fully qualified, um, program starts April 1st, they're fully qualified on the, on the qualified and waiting list. Um, they, they wait to be matched to a job July, August, and September. So the accessions plan um, already has these jobs set out a year in advance. For these juniors, the SoftBook program to utilize, you know, and, and it's kind of a tool that I use to, um, you know, explain the benefits of, of getting started early. You get a separate list of jobs that you're not competing with your senior classmates with later on down the road if you do decide to join, you know, in, in later in your senior year. Um, so we get we get a, a very very well rounded list um, as recruiters um, since I've been out here. And, you know, you're, you're able to find the value of um, getting them motivated and, and showing them, hey, you're going to be set up for after high school. Uh, and then it's on them basically to graduate and get their diploma their, their senior year. So um, my first year out here, uh, I was kind of learning the program. Um, I had three my first year, three soft books, um, and I utilized them heavily in my debt program. Um, made one of them my debt commander. Um, my right hand man at the time, you know, helping me out with um, Monday check ins and weight checks and keeping everybody motivated. And I mean, we set up community service um, projects in my in my town, um, and I kind of put it on them to help me find these these projects and, and organizations to um, have us come out and, and facilitate, you know, and show our Air Force core values, basically, you know. Um, so we did like, you know, Habitat for Humanity, road cleanups. We did uh, landscaping projects for the city. So 
we're out there wearing our detriments. And um, I let I let the airmen, you know, the future airmen kind of lead um, these projects. So it helps you build these community relations too by getting involved and getting them ready for, for what's to come um, down the road. So. So just to recap, I mean, because the average recruiter that's listening to this, you know, they may be new and to them, they're still trying to get the hang of just regular, uh, you know, sessions. But, but just to, just to recap, when you, when you process soft books and juniors, there's no difference. You're still doing the same processing, correct? Same exact paperwork. I mean, you just add a 1966 if they're 17. And then, and then. So also for the recruiters that are listening, this program, is it any incentive? And what I mean by that is uh, extra booking credits or anything like that, or is it strictly just, you know, you get a, a, a res once you, once they book? Yeah. So once they're, once they're qualified, they're on your qualified and waiting list, um, waiting to be matched to a job. And then once they're matched to a job, July, August, and September, um, you get the reservation credit that fiscal year so they have that set up before the october october 1st so that actually plays into your fiscal year numbers at the end of the year um fourth quarter so that that's you know a really good quarter for for a lot of recruiters because not only are they um, reserving your your typical senior and junior job or senior and grad jobs um, those junior jobs are like on the cake so um i know the pro suit you know kind of kind of incentivizes it and tells us hey um, you know, that's just, that's just extra bookings and, and don't rely upon those for, for those months. And, you know, as long as you that way, I mean, you, you should be able to come out on top, you know, at least hit a hundred, you know, ATB for the year, if not, um, kind of help you maybe boost your numbers towards a, a silver badge, you know, that, that we've had in the past. Um, so definitely, you know, it, it just counts as a, as a single booking, um, initially, but I can tell you from experience, um, as a flight chief. You know, the, the year that I filled in with H and E flight, um, you know, that kind of gives you some flexibility too, um, with, with some of those primo jobs later on down the road that, uh, you know, as, at the flight chief level that you can abs absolutely utilize to your advantage later on too. And do you notice a trend in um, juniors or softbooks scoring higher in the ASVAB? Or do you usually see absolutely. them score lower? No, I see, I see the juniors killing it um compared to the seniors that take it so i can tell you at least from my experience out here in indiana um the senior list the ABAB list that i get from my schools it's typically the kids that couldn't pass the ice um, that's a requirement for for them to graduate out here or was um, that's going away and now that asvab is is the new requirement so um the seniors that took the asvab are typically the ones that couldn't pass the i step so you know, they really didn't understand the, the, you know, the material, math and English and all the important stuff that is on the ASVAB. Um, but the juniors, um, they're right in the middle of, of the material of, of what they need to know for the ASVAB, you know, with Algebra 2, Geometry, like that stuff is still pretty fresh in their mind. Um, or some of them are taking AP courses. So, you know, taking the ASVAB test to them really isn't a isn't that hard you know some of them just go in there and wing and actually do fairly well but um i i personally see juniors scoring better than the seniors because of those factors um and what's great about that is you know they take their test their junior year those test scores are good for two years so um even if they don't start at under the junior program um or maybe they're not 17 yet under the junior program window um you know you can still utilize those test scores later on um, you know, you just got pulling from maps.
that's a good point. Um, and then the other thing I want to ask is because I've experienced this with with some of my soft books, it gets to a point sometimes where, that they lose motivation, like when it's <clears throat> like maybe midway through or they're getting close to actually shipping out. Um, and I, I sometimes put them in positions of being depth commanders, is using my juniors or my depth commanders, or uh, have event coordinators just make up you know roles. What are some tips and tricks that you use to keep them motivated, you know, and, and to avoid those situations where although a software cancellation, if you catch it early enough, I mean, you still probably could be able to fill that job, but how do you avoid or have you had any situations to where they just kind of canceled um, on you and you couldn't explain it? I, I'm trying to think back. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I don't think I've had a junior cancellation. Um, I've seen them, you know, being flight chief and, and people in the flights. Um, I really think it stems from, you know, your debt program. Um, how involved are you in the debt program? How in depth is your debt program? You know, um, if it's just, Hey, let's show up for an hour and talk and I give you some information. Like they're not going to, they're not going to see the value of how it's helping them develop um, as future airmen. So, you know, I put a big emphasis definitely on, you know, uh, professional growth, personal growth, um, physical development, you know, doing PT, not just, during our meetings like i i give them challenges and stuff like that to do throughout the week you know um but i mean i i can definitely see you know senioritis almost you know the burnout of just kind of going through the motions and um you just got to keep it fresh like you know um, don't do the same thing month after month you know you got to change it up and, and have a plan you know don't just wing your debt calls like if you're if you've got a plan you know in place you should be able to sit out you know sit down for you know maybe an hour, maybe two hours of, of your day and block out and, you know, set up your depth calendar of what you're going to do, what you plan on doing for the year, you know, kind of have your, your topics of discussion that you, that you want to, that you want to hit on, um, you know, set up your challenges, you know, PT challenges or whatever, like you, you got to keep them motivated, keep them involved, um, see them in the schools, definitely reach out to them in the schools and get them involved. You know, when, whenever you go to a school, um, you know, have them tag along with you and, and maybe walk the lunchroom and be a part of their school programs. You know, if they're in, you know, music or sports or whatever, like show your face, you know, during those programs and show them that you actually care and you're not just there to put them in the air force. Like you're part of the community. Um, not just, you know, your, your mayor and, and all your you know, high up dignitaries, like you're part of the school too. And you're not, making those attempts and, and showing that, you know, that good faith that you do have their best interests at, at heart. Like, yeah, they're not going to see that. And they're, they're going to, they're going to get disinterested for sure. That's good advice. Um, I think that's super important, but I like how you said that. I mean, it's not common for uh, cancellations with juniors. So, you know, for recruiters out there, don't be nervous that, Hey, I got to watch this person for a year because you can do it. Um, yeah. It's not often that they, you know, will cancel on you. And if it is, then like Sergeant Cook said, I mean, that's an issue where your debt management maybe needs to step it up or you need to be more involved. So, so good info. So um, this is all great, you know, info. Can, can you also, um, you know, kind of explain, I guess, over the years when you actually recruit juniors and soft books, um, how do you market them? Like, how do you reach out and get to them? Is it from school lists? Do you have like a special tactic to where you're just in the right place at the right time? Or, yeah, I mean, Kokomo is just full of juniors. <laughs> mix of everything, really. Um, 
So, you know, like I said, throughout the year, um, kind of picked it up halfway. Um, I, I wish I started doing this sooner was getting involved with senior uh, freshmen and sophomores, you know, um, just planting that seed in the classroom settings. You know, I, I would take any classroom presentation. I don't care if it was a junior or a senior class, like freshman, sophomore, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get into the schools. Um, so it, you really got to start early with these kids, because if you're out here as a recruiter for four years, um, you know, these freshmen and sophomores are going to be rolling into your junior and senior program, your third, third and fourth year out here. So um, I think that's important. Definitely plant that seed there. Um, explain to the faculty as well, doing, um, you know, the, the COIs um, and explaining to them the, the college benefits of joining the Air Force and how it will benefit their students, because a lot of times these kids are, I wouldn't say brainwashed, but, you know, they're, they're head over heels of I'm going to go to college because that's what my school was telling me and what my teachers are telling me. Um, we got to align our, our tactics um, in terms of marketing and, and, you know, ad placements and stuff like that, flyers, whatever you got to do to kind of inline yourself with, hey, we're a college too, you can come to our college, you know, um, and show them the benefits of we're paying for everything and we're giving you a paycheck on top of that. So kind of use that as, as leverage of, you know, you go to IUK or um, Uwe Pooey or Purdue out here in Indiana, like show them the, the bill of how much that's going to cost them and be like, how are you going to afford that? You know, you kind of break that stuff down and you can do that. Freshmen, sophomore, juniors. Um, these kids are smart. Like, um, you know, they're, they're able to, to look all this information up before they even come talk to you and kind of call you out on, on some BS. So don't just, don't just act like a recruiter, you know, kind of, kind of give it to them in, in real talk, real terms um, and let them figure it out because they're going to come back to you after they, they crunch the numbers. The smart ones typically do. Um, and a lot of times from, from what I understand and what I, what I've seen throughout my years is um, your, your strong juniors um, are typically top of their class, you know, um, you're not always going to get the, the bottom of the barrel with the junior program because the kids that are thinking far enough ahead uh, into their future and how much is it going to cost them and can they afford it? Like those kids are, are typically your analytical thinkers um, a lot of times. Um, so they're able to crunch those numbers, do their research and really see, see the benefit of, of the program. So, um, I mean, it's a little bit of, of right place, right time. I'm hitting them with the information at the classroom presentations. Um, I mean, really just, just showing them how it's going to help them develop, be a better person. Um, not just joining a military branch, you know, show them um, how it's really going to be impactful to their lives and, and what that might mean to, you know, maybe their families looking up to them, uh, serving their country and stuff like that. So um, that, that's really kind of what I've used. Um, but I, I would say it's a good mix of everything, right place, right time, give them the information. Um, you know, sometimes it comes from influencers in the schools, um, guidance counselors, teachers, um, could be grandparents, you know, hey, my, my son or daughter is a junior right now and they're thinking about the Air Force, you know, great, let me get their information. Let me, let me just give them the information, talk to them and let them make the decision for themselves, you know, and then you get the families involved for sure. Good info. Hey, you sound uh, very passionate about this and um and good at it. Hey, I know you say you're returning back to your career field, but um, any chance on staying? I mean, it seems like you could do this a couple more years, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm 
passionate about everything and every anything that I do, you know. Um, you know, that's definitely something that 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 I picked up along the way, you know, in the Air Force. Definitely some good skill sets, and um, that was that was one of the main reasons why why I wanted to become a recruiter um, when I got DSD vectored out here um, almost four years ago now. So, um, you know, we're we're truly changing lives, you know, at, at the front front line here, and um, you know, numbers aside and awards and all that good stuff that. that the recruiters are, are tracking down and trying to hit hit in their EPRs. Like we're changing lives. Like that's huge. Um, like I can't wait to you know the, the last day I step out of my office, just take a picture of my wall of all my all my deppers that I've put in, and um, you know hundred plus, you know two hundred, three. I mean, there's there's a huge wall of names and photos that that I'm gonna have and, and, and get the capture of how many lives that I've changed just in this tiny little zone, you know. Um, let alone what our what our squadron has done, you know, in Indiana, Ohio, and Kentucky, and where everybody else is coming from. So, um, yeah, you got to have that passion of of understanding how it changes those people's lives and for the better, and you're setting them up on on a very successful path that that you've probably walked, um, you know, and, and and showing them and, and and getting their families involved too. I mean, you're just adding to the Air Force family, and, and you're putting the right people in the right positions for the right reasons. Like that's, that's huge. Absolutely. Funny, man. That's good stuff. So uh, the, the, the information you gave was great today. Um, I do have one more question for you. Okay. Yeah. So this question may throw you off and may, it may not, but what are you nah. doing right now to develop yourself during quarantine season? Professionally, personally. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, physical fitness definitely is huge staying on top of that stuff. So, I mean, uh, I'm part of the three TH challenge. Uh, I don't always hit it every day. I mean, I'm doing stuff. It's just, do I log it? You know, um, our flight has our own like running stuff, um, that we're doing, you know, that we challenge each other and, and keep each other motivated. Um, I finished up a college course, um, back in February, March timeframe, right, right when this stuff was kicking off. And, um, kind of prepping myself for going back to to my career field and, and doing some of the cyber stuff and, and get my, my brain wrapped around some of the regulations that have changed and things like that just to just prepare for for that next step of my process but um you know it's it's, it's definitely trying times you know different um unprecedented a lot of people keep throwing out um but um, you know, Air Force will will continue to move forward, move on, and you know we're 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 still processing people out here. It's just kind of slower because of MEPS and and what they're allowing us to do in terms of processing days and stuff like that. But um, you know, it's it, it it allows you to kind of take a step back from from the grind a little bit and and kind of reevaluate the directions that you're headed and um, you know kind of help set up some plans. For moving forward and how you're going to accomplish some of those goals, whether they're short term or long term. So, um, for me, you know, I'm still, still definitely recruiting out here. You know, I cleared somebody this week. You know, a junior this week. Um, cleared two last week. Like it's, it's just you got to keep doing it, but uh, it, it's at a slower pace, and you got to be able to focus on on the things that are important to you. You know, family, physical fitness. Um, professional growth, like you, you just got to find that that time to sit down, just like in recruiting, you know, you got to sit down and, and, and plan stuff out and stick to it, stick to your plan for sure. Awesome. Well, uh, that's all I have for you, man. So uh, any last comments? 
set yourself up for success out there for sure. Um, you know, this is just one of many avenues that, that you should be utilizing in, in your tool bag for sure, the, the software program. Um, and it, it could really, you know, help you out fourth quarter um, of pulling across the line and or hitting those numbers you need to, to you know, hit that, that silver badge or, or be one of the top recruiters in the squadron. So, um, you know, areas, you know, that, that aren't inner city type and stuff like that, like, why, why wouldn't you take advantage of this program and, and utilize it? I mean, even if it's only two or three extra people you're adding to your qualified and waiting list or debt, you know, once they, once they get matched to that job, you know, um, why wouldn't you utilize it? Like, it, it just makes sense. All right. Well, thank you. Anybody that has questions about SoftBook program, I mean, obviously you can ask your flight chief as well, but Sergeant Cook's very yeah. helpful. I mean, I, I still ask some things, um, not, um, not every day because I'm, not a rookie anymore, but you know, I still have some things if I, if I need help or advice. So this has been High Fire TV, where we report the real on recruiting.